Lily is the CEO and founder of Afterglow. And I will let you, Lily, exp- uh, share what Afterglow is. Uh, Lily and I met um, about a year and a half ago through a mutual friend. And she had a very radical idea. And that idea has become real. And so welcome. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, Justin. So at Afterglow, basically what we're doing is we are merging porn and sexual wellness and making porn that's good for you. And the reason that I started this is, you know, I could never find porn that I liked. And I really felt that a lot of porn was made by men for a mostly male audience. And there wasn't really anything that like spoke to me and that um, really kind of showed the kind of sex that I wanted to have. Um, And then through our work together, which is really awesome, you kind of like made me dig deeper and think about like, well, why do I want to do this? And like, what do I want to bring to the world? And that made me realize that like what was really behind Afterglow was that I was in a relationship with my high school sweetheart from age 15 to age 30. And, you know, we were each other's only partners and we couldn't figure out how to have good sex, you know, like there just aren't any resources out there to help people have sex. And so where people turn is they go to porn because that's the place where you can see people have sex, but porn wasn't really designed to help people have better sex. And is, you know, a fantasy, um, it was designed to get you off. And, you know, and Afterglow, we wanted to do this really revolutionary thing, which was make porn and complementary resources that actually help you get in touch with yourself and have better real life sex, which then leads to, you know, confidence and creativity and like, you know, acceptance of your sexual self, which is just like, so makes, makes life so much better and brighter. Yeah, that's interesting. Super interesting. Um, and the fact that it came out of your own journey, um, is, uh, you know, is, it isn't about just a business model. Uh, it, you know, it's personal to you. And, um, I think it's as you built your team and you, you, you've expanded your content, you can, you can see that. I, 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 I would describe what you're doing, Lily, as a third way and the third way between, let's call it, you know, you standard porn or, you know, um, purity culture, um, Mm -hmm. which is all porn is bad. And you're saying there's a third way here, which is around sex positivity, especially related to female sexuality or, or people that identify as female, um, sexuality. And I, I was curious about what you think, you know, this is common with third way ideas that come into the world, which is they somehow advance humanity. Um, they're not just third way business models. So I think of like a third way was like Uber and Lyft were a third way. Um, as an example of a brand, a big brand, two big brands. What do you think is the contribution to humanity from this? What do you think is the net effect of pe- people, women in particular, that are more consciously consuming this, your kind of content? Yeah. I think that, um, you know, there's nothing in our society that people do more, but talk about less than (laughs) porn and, and sex, you know, as a corollary, like 
98% of men and 73% of women have watched porn in the past six months. Mm -hmm. And I think that that speaks to the culture of shame that we have around our sexualities. Um, and I think that that's really the problem with porn is that we are, um, steeped in like, cause there's, there's, there's tons of documented research about like the problems of shame and how that affects people and, and, you know, leads to depression and anxiety and all of these things. And I think that like, we just have so much shame around our sexualities and what afterglow is trying to do is really help us reclaim that in whatever way works for you. Cause I think it's also really hard when, um, you know, we're, we're never taught these things. We're never taught how to figure out what we want, um, in bed like that, you know, you just kind of have to like do trial and error. And I just think it's so funny that, you know, every sex is a skill like anything else. And in every other realm, you know, you can watch a YouTube video about how to bake a cake or like Mm -hmm. how to learn how to repair your car. But like we have YouTube won't allow anything like that Mm -hmm. around sex. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't really know why. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we still have a, um, you know, we still have a lot of influence, religious influence mm-hmm. in this area. Um, and, you know, the social taboo, you know, the three things you're not supposed to talk about in a social setting, sex, politics, and religion. Mm-hmm. Though I, I almost called this podcast sex, politics, and religion, because that's what <laughs> I, we, I like to talk about on here, um, these mm-hmm. taboo ideas. Um, I think it's interesting just from a, a kind of nerding out over the global perspective is that you, there's this wave of what, I, what I'm calling feminism 3.0. Um, which or new, you know, which is around this idea of more the divine feminine than it is about like certainly there's elements that are related to equal rights and uh, a woman's right to choose what's best for her body and all of that. Sure, absolutely. But there's a consciousness movement related to it seems like related to this that is reclaiming divine femininity and that part of divine femininity is this uh, voracious, powerful goddess-like energy that manifests a sexual energy um, for for women that are tuned into that. And one of the things I've noticed um, about your content and the way that you've presented the, the brand of Afterglow is that it's not just inclusive. Other places are inclusive. It's It promotes self-expression. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that from a macro level where if we are more openly expressing who we are that then removes the taboo and the shame and and the more confident you are in yourself the the more your life is going to be organized in a different way um so i just think that i got no question i just think that's a fascinating like you're part of a historical trend of reclaiming femininity as a power source let's put it that way yeah and i think it's you know it's more about like our sexuality as a power source, I right, guess exactly. I would say, because it's mm-hmm. like we're, it's not going to go away. Like our sexuality is a part of who we are fundamentally as human beings. Like that's what we're built to do. We're built to like procreate and have sex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, I think we've gone through this big shift of like, you know, there's a lot of places where it's not appropriate to bring your sexuality, but then mm-hmm. that kind of the, the, you know, unintended side effect of that is that we don't have a space for that to bring that part of ourselves. Um, and that's what I'm trying to create with Afterglow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as a, um, I believe a 
uh, highly conscious straight white male, um, which there, you know, there's a few of us out there, um, <laughs> is, you know, I think that overall this idea of promoting, uh, women's sexual power is actually of great benefit to, um, men that identify as straight, straight in particular, not related to necessarily race, but, um, and in that learning about that, that when, 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 and I say this to, to men all the time, when you learn about the, the, the spiritual component of female sexuality, you learn about your own sexuality because it becomes a mirror. And again, we don't, not only, I mean, just to, to, to back up what you said is we, not only do we not have like training resources per se, you know, um, other than experimentation, which has its own, you know, significant risks related to that in a lot of different ways, especially for women, um, risk associated with that. Um, we also don't have any sort of insight and any sort of, um, readily available resource on sexual consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, um, I believe very strongly that, you know, the sexual consciousness doesn't ebb and flow with like biological changes or age. I think you can be sexually conscious and be a hundred years old, mm-hmm. but only if you've done the work to get there. Um, so I'm curious, what kind of positive feedback are you getting from people? What are, what are, what are you hearing from subscribers or supporters or whatnot? What are they, what are they telling you? Yeah, we're getting amazing feedback. I mean, we have people say that they feel more centered and present with their partner from using Afterglow. Um, we have people say that they're working through sexual trauma and that Afterglow helps them get into their bodies. That's one of my favorite is I think one big problem that's so common is like getting into our heads, being too in our heads during sex and not be able to really be in our bodies and feeling the moment. Um, and so that's why we have all these you know, guided masturbations, guided partner exercises uh, that really help people with that. We have people say that, it, you know, they use Afterglow to, uh, you know, the orgasms cure their migraines. Orgasms have tons of health benefits. Yep. They're good for cramps, you know, all of right. these things. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that you said earlier that um, made me think that we actually have a bunch of male subscribers to Afterglow as well. Um, you know, I started it because I wanted to create kind of, you know, a safe space for, um, you know, me and, and women to be able to watch porn and express their sexualities. But what's been really interesting about that is that there are so many men that really care about, you know, seeing something different from what's out there in the mainstream that they care about female pleasure. They want to learn, they need the resources you know, as well. And that's been kind of a really unexpected fun thing yeah. for me about building this company. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and what is your funniest bit of hate mail? You know, um, the oh, surprisingly, you know, knock on wood, we haven't gotten that much hate mail. I think the main thing we've gotten is like, there are so many other problems in the world. Why do you care about this one? Like, you know, and I just think that, I mean, we all just work on the things that we care deeply about. And, you know, together, I think we can all support each other. And, you know, one one person's important thing might not matter to somebody else. And, and that's totally okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was wondering if you get, have you got any, um, you know, negative or, or, or critical feedback from, um, people that would identify as more on the extreme edge of feminism, um, yeah. that 
Do you get any of that? You know, we haven't gotten any of that yet. I'm sure, you know, maybe that's just because we're still a little bit under the radar, right. but, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about the porn industry. And that's another thing that we're really trying to show is like, um, either what I think they're called like swerfs, sex mm-hmm. work, exclusionary feminists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it just comes from misconceptions about, yeah. you know, the work and the industry and how women are treated. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in, in sex porn and in sex work, I think the biggest challenges people have is again, the judgment from the rest of society. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them, you know, I think are, it's a job like anything else, you know, not mm-hmm. some people love their job. Some people find a lot of fulfillment from it. Other people do it because it's the best option that they have to make money that works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it can, it can kind of be compared sometimes to like working a retail job, you know, it's mm-hmm. like not everyone loves it, but sometimes it's the option that you mm-hmm. have. Um, yeah. But, you know, with, with Afterglow specifically, we really try to work with people who, um, are experienced performers who, you know, are collaborators rather than just treating them like, you know, you come in, you sign a contract, you have to do what we ask you to do mm-hmm. and then you're gone. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what is, what is next for what you're doing? Like, what is something that's, um, I say next in the sense of like launching was a huge accomplishment. And yeah. sustaining and, and growing your membership and everything. Those are all huge accomplishments. What's your next like big thing that you want to achieve with Afterglow? Yeah. I think the big thing that I want to achieve is, um, really, you know, we took a little bit of a break to work on the website. I kind of, you know, I made these some really cool, awesome videos that I'm super proud of and I feel like are really revolutionary. And then I kind of got smacked in the face of like, Oh, you're actually running a tech company. And so, you know, for the past six months or so have been really focused on like building a good experience around the content so that people can find what they want and get good recommendations. Um, and that's going really well now. And so I'm really excited to like get back to the creative stuff mm. and really get back like tuned into the heart of what I want to do, which is, you know, provide this really awesome platform, you know, for people to explore their sexuality. And I think. Um, I think there's just an endless, like sexuality is just so deep yeah, and so wide. Right. There's just like an endless treasure trove of stuff to do. And so I'm yeah. excited to get back to that. That's cool. Do you have any plans as, you know, at some point after we're, you know, fully free of COVID mm-hmm. of doing like pop-up events? Uh, oh, totally. sort of intended. <laughs> we, we did yeah. a, we did an event at Swan Dive with, oh, okay. um, Vinyl Ranch with, okay. with a little like burlesque show, which was oh, super really? fun. Um, we did a little pop up at Cheer Up Charlie's with Future Front, um, Texas, who's awesome. Mm. And we were so surprised because we, um, we had like little gifts to give away for people who are members or people who signed up and, people just signed up like crazy. They were like, yes, porn for women. Yes. Count me in. I'm signing up right now. Like they were, they were so into yeah. it. And so like, I want to do music festivals cause I love music. Like right. I, I can't wait to do more pop-ups and events. And, um, 
create like a lot of what we do around that is we try to create kind of a chill restorative space in the Mm -hmm. midst of a party. I think that's a really fun way to like be introduced to our brand. Yeah. Well, I have, I feel like I have a thousand questions here on this topic, but um, we'll save those for another time. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm for, for lack of a better term, I'm proud of what you've done. You know, I remember when we first met, it was just, it was just an idea. There was no, there was no website. There was no, it was just this concept. And um, so few people um, are willing to go all the way to the thing that they most want. And I think that's true in, in all kinds of things. And you tackling a, this topic, um, especially for women, um, the world's going to be a happier place. Um, it already is because of you and, um, and the work you're doing. So congratulations. And I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. I talked to some of my, um, female entrepreneur friends and we're like, you know, sometimes all you have to do to be an entrepreneur is you just have to get up and keep doing the thing. (laughs) That's right. You just have to not give up even when like, you get rejected. Like I've had so many rejections just because of the topic of people Mm -hmm. that just like, won't let us have a seat at the table, won't entertain the idea. Um, and it's like, yeah, I just wake up every day and I just keep, keep doing it. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you for doing this with me. Fascinating conversation. I'll put a link to, um, the website in the show notes and your social media handles as well for the, for Afterglow. And thank you. And can I give any of yeah. your listeners a, a free 14 day trial at extra? Sure. Afterglow. You send me the link. Yeah. Send me the link and I'll put Sweet. it in the show notes. Yeah. Sweet. I'll do that. That's very generous of you. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Cool.